Hello and welcome to the Tapeworms Podcast. I am Tony Tapeworm. We've got a special episode today. I've got an old friend, Aaron Rodolski, with me today. How are you doing, Aaron? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me over. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm doing great. Aaron is a renowned musician, <laughs> artist, and facilitator of all the good things. Uh, currently based in Los Angeles, but originally from Connecticut, Brantford, correct? Correct. Cool. So we've got an awesome episode ready for you guys today. Here we go. Roll the intro. So here we are, and live from downtown LA, not at Wormhole Studios today. We're actually recording in my room. It's very intimate. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you live on the west side. How how's the drive over? Long. Um, took me like an hour. Damn. Yeah. For <laughs> what? <laughs> like four miles. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of insane the the traffic. Um, but thank you for coming. I I want to say I, I had you come in at at a rush hour and you were texting me earlier like man I, i'm maybe kind of sick today i don't know but thank you for coming on uh on a, maybe on a whim i don't know a whim but but thank you thank you for having me um it's been a long time since we've seen each other so i sucked it up yeah i want to take it out here yeah it's it's uh full disclosure it's been a couple of months i'd say like a Last time we we hung why is out. that why is that full disclosure? Is well, that a secret? Yes, <laughs> it's a secret that that I, I I bring my friends on the podcast. But um, no, I think it's uh, it was nice. We, we were hanging out at the beach and had some some fun times, just chilling by the beach, playing music, and and I think that's what really brought us together in the first place. Uh, we we were roommates freshman year. I was, you know, I brought my guitar, and... I did not bring mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were, we were sweetmates, but compl by complete random nature, mm -hmm. and um, we just vibed through music. Yeah, so, I think it was, like, day one that we yeah. started jamming. Yeah, yeah, so here it is. music, showing each you other know, music. What, five years later? It could seem so, so... I mean, four and a half, but technically five, and, and here we yeah. are. So crazy, crazy, right? So the first thing I want to talk about is is uh, I'm a, a big travel guy. I know <laughs> I, I recently went to Hawaii, and, and actually later this month I'm going to, uh, or next month I guess, I'm going to Alaska. Not Alaska, actually Wait, Australia. Nebraska. What? <laughs> What? Yeah, going to Australia. But before that, I'm also going to be on a, a cruise ship uh, from from London to Oslo. So it's going to go from London to Oslo on the cruise ship, and then from Oslo down to Australia direct. Jesus Christ! So hopefully, I mean, it's really crazy out there, and you know, with the coronavirus and everything. So I'm still. Oh yeah. I'm still like you know maybe I is Australia get canceled still learning. That's right. We're actually we're going to be covering. Uh, I don't know the full extent. Is that an ice cream truck or baby music? <laughs> there is an ice cream truck in in the uh, vicinity. There's always them going on. Okay. I need. 
I like that. Do you have any of those growing up in, in Connecticut? Ice cream trucks? Yeah. Yeah, during the winter. <laughs> during during the, the summer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, they have such distinct music. I mean, you hear it so much that it's sort of, I've tried to tune it out just because it's, I don't know, it's just... Uh, you don't like it? I don't, it's not that I don't like it, it's just if I'm trying to... If I'm trying to record a podcast, you know, <laughs> it could uh, get a little annoying. But hey, it's it's part of the, part of life. What was your favorite ice cream truck ice cream or ice cream cart ice cream? Oh, the um, chocolate eclairs, I think they're called, with like the granola on the outside. And I gotta look a look up a picture of this chocolate eclairs. Mm-hmm. E C L A I R. With wal- with what? With they have like granola graham crack- or graham like cracker? Maybe. Let me see a picture. Let's this. see. Uh, no, it can't be that. Um, ice cream truck. Just just look up chocolate Claire. Ice cream. Ice cream truck. All right. Let's see this. Yeah, that's it. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. These look good. Mm-hmm. Um, that good and uh, the chocolate chip cookie ice cream sandwich. Mm. That was a big hit with me. Oh, yeah. Those are always good. Mm-hmm. The ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, the Oreo ice cream sandwich, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. I like sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's very interesting. <laughs> Not a lot of people like sandwiches. <laughs> it's a, a staple in my diet. Yeah. Sandwiches of all kind. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite sandwich? What's your favorite bread? Let's start with that. What's your favorite bread? I'm not picky about bread. Um, I okay. like wheat bread. I'm not a big fan of white bread. Um, okay. I don't know anything else about if, if I like baguettes. Me too. Me too. I ate a whole baguette the other day. Not a good... Carbs. When we were in St. Martin, uh, the little shop down the road from us that we did all our shopping at had baguettes, mm. and we just demolished like three baguettes a day as a family. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. A little bit of olive oil, some salt and pepper. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, circling back to the travel travel uh, talk. I know. Uh, yeah, you went to St. Martin recently. I did. I know Connecticut can get some harsh winters, so I a lot of people I know go down to the Caribbean. How was it? Terrible. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Aaron. It's horrible. The the beach was disgusting. Um, the water was way too blue. <laughs> the people were just miserable. Um, that'll happen when you live in a tropical paradise. no it was wonderful um some great family time whole family went down first time we've all been on a vacation in like a decade oh wow how about that Mm -hmm. and we remarkably um barely argued (sighs) yeah how about that Mm -hmm. Uh, now you can't ask for a lot more no arguments the whole family man that's sounds really nice how long did you stay a week a week eight days maybe how how was the flight? How would you fly? What? 
Oh, Aaron has, Actually, a, has a huge. Has right. a, okay. Okay. Uh oh. Dead serious. The flight was terrifying. Um, <laughs> we went. Um, I th- we went. I think it was uh, Hartford to DC uh-huh. to Dulles, I think, and then down to St. Martin. Right. And the first leg of it was fine. The second leg was. I was Bermuda wondering some triangle triangle shit. Yeah, um, what? <laughs> there were screams, audible screams. People were going up and down oh in their seats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I've, I haven't. You know, I don't. I'm not a pilot, but uh-huh. I've flown a, a fair amount, and I've never been on any flight like this before. It was. It was terrible. Um, and afterwards, we were all talking about it. And we were saying, you know, uh, it was scary. Mm-hmm. It felt like at any moment we could just plummet from the sky. Oh, but what made it ten times worse was that our entire family was on this plane. So if we went down, oh, we were no. all going down. Oh, and I think it was my mom who said, like, what in our will you know everything goes to you guys we don't have a backup from that it's it's just gonna go to the u.s government damn (laughs) and um i don't know if it was me or wilson or griff but somebody said henry gets it all henry gets it all (laughs) little puppy Mm mm-hmm how about that? The little puppy, spoiled as he is, he doesn't mm-hmm. own any property yet. Not yet. But but, um, but just get on another plane to <laughs> to San Martin and maybe he will. Mm-hmm. Cool. What what airline? I want to say American. American. That's what I was guessing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, watch out because maybe it could have been the plane. Probably just the environment around. Well. How about let's get into our no. next segment. The nope. We're going to have a call in. <laughs> are we ready for that? We are. All about right. ready for it. So we're going to have a little call in. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Is this <laughs> Freddie's dad? <laughs> Hello, is this Freddie Soltero? No, this is Freddie's mom. <laughs> Hi, Freddie's mom. Hi. Who am I speaking to? You're here live on the Taperman's podcast. Thanks for joining. I'm here with you're here with Tony Taperman and our special guest Aaron Radulski. Hi. Oh shit. Hey Freddie. Hey, how's it going, man? Good, dude. It's been too long. How are you? I can't complain, man. Staying busy, but like most people are these days. That is an accurate <laughs> fact. People do tend <laughs> to stay busy. We, you know, we only focus on the facts here on the Tapeworms podcast. <laughs> only the facts. That's correct. Only the facts. So, what's your guys' uh, rating on uh, what's the fact checking website? Snopes. Huh? Snopes. Yeah. I don't what's know. your rating on that? Do you have a an A plus or a? I, I'd say I say we're a we're a four? plus, but we're pretty far left. Okay. Okay. Far left bias. I'm reading your lips. I can't hear you. 
<laughs> I recently learned how to read lips. Through the phone? Yeah, it's been a, a dream of mine since I can remember. Oh, man. So, so what, are we, what are we talking about today, Tony? So, I just want to say, uh, loved the episode on Monday. It was, uh, and just by popular demand, Freddie, we, we all voted to have you back on the show. So, um, I just want to say thank, <laughs> thank you, because you. that was like a free therapy session. Not going to lie. Yeah, you know, just like Freddie my dealer once told me, man, first one's free. First one's free? Okay, well. Maybe uh, after this one, I'll just send you send you an invoice. Uh, yeah, that works for me. I also accept <laughs> sexual favors. Freddie's going to specialize in sex therapy. <laughs> uh, so, I can't think of a better candidate for the job. Thanks, man. That's why, <laughs> you know, I... So I know you. I know you're uh, hard at work, and, and it's the midweek, and and you're in grad school. So how how uh I know you had to maybe stop uh or po- take a pause on a project, but how's how's it going with that? Oh, it's pretty good, man. I was due for a study break. I this is a this is a favor on this is a favor for you to me. But mm. um yeah, man, it's going good. This is a project up. Excuse me, I'm working on for cultural diversity. It's um. Basically, just working with different cultures of therapy. Every culture has their own attitudes and ways of approaching therapy and how they view a therapist. So it's a major skill in multiracial modern America. Wow. That sounds very much like a grad school thing. That's that's really cool. <laughs> Thank you. How would you, uh, how would you rate grad school so far? Because I know we're all in different sort of different levels. I mean, here I am. Uh, not. I don't think really think I, I see myself going to grad school. Aaron, one day, I think so. One day. Really? Now, now that you're fully into it, what what and sort of expectations versus now? Here's the reality. What would you uh, what would you say? Uh, how does it maybe live up to the to what your expectation? How does it maybe subvert or or maybe live? I don't want to say down, but what were some things in grad school that that you never knew would happen that are is happening? Ooh, so what do you mean? Like, what experiences are limited to grad school? Well, just uh, maybe not limited, but uh, what what surprised you? You know, what really surprised me the most was just um, to anyone pursuing graduate school. It's it's not that much different. Well, it's also it depends what you're studying. I'm a little, I'm a little more um, theoretical and practical focused, so I'm, I'm less about the research and more about the application part. So to that, to that regard, man, it's just, it's not like it's, it's not any type of different lecture than what you have in undergrad. It's just more in depth and it's more self-paced. So, you know, our high school teachers used to say that no one's going to hold your hand in undergraduate, but. To some degree, there's things you can get away with, but in graduate school, it's you know you you want you want to slip up on a reading, you're almost a week behind already, and it's just it's a lot of self-pace, it's a lot of self-discipline. So you know, in regards to expectations, I expected the discipline part of it, but to guess to my surprise, it just um, it's not much of a change in the formula compared to going from undergraduate to graduate. But it must be nice also being with a similar 
minded um, uh, students, right? I know you're making plenty of of uh, uh, you're making a social life, right? So it's it's not all work. There's a little play. There's a little play, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Hard plays hard. <laughs> but yeah, but it's that's the main difference from undergraduate. You know, everyone. I think you lose a little bit of that um diversity in that everyone's the same major, so to say. But even within that, you have people coming in from different walks of life, so you have a different approach to this. It's funny enough, you have a a different perspective on the same idea, you know. Whereas an undergraduate, you know, you could you have a different perspective varied on what you're studying. But like you said, it is it's especially in this field, it's um it's something interesting to see what what draws everyone into this field, you know? Everyone comes for a different reason. Mhm. What are you up to these days, buddy? I'm chilling. Um I'm taking the semester off, uh focusing on paying my own rent and getting to a, a little stability so working full-time um just got back from home and uh, a little trip down to saint martin which was terrible and uh, really? just the flight my... though oh okay no the say, whole I, thing I, I... <laughs> that's a first man i've never heard anyone about go say anything bad about the caribbean no it's just not my place i just it's too, it's too warm. The people are <laughs> too happy. Um, so, <laughs> the food is awful. Really? And um, I did this, this really cool zipline course that was just way too much fun. Did, did you did you yell out zipline as you went down? Why would I do that? It's I, I heard it's a rite it's a rite of passage. <laughs> you just have to yell zipline as you go down the zipline. It's like you yell Yahtzee when you get Yahtzee. Or... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you just got to yell zipline. Or jackpot when you hit a jackpot. <laughs> or when or you just bet on black. When you're swimming. <laughs> you're just yelling, swim! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, I did not yell at the zip line. <laughs> how do you keep a good uh, study habit? I know you were taking a little study break here, but how how do you uh, maintain good study habits? Um, well, first of all, Adderall. And no, I'm joking. It's just, it's a lot of discipline. You got to just have a schedule. You know, I have a lot of training going on right now. So I kind of just... You know, it's kind of old school, man. But there's a reason we have a, a schedule on our on our on our phones, man. So I really just adhere to it. Like during this time, like I gotta get this stuff done, and just you know, working with the daily agenda really helps. Like that's one of the one things, man. I, you gotta do some boomer techniques when you want you want to stay afloat in, in grad school. Oh, believe me, I I I embody a boomer. Are you? Do you have the body of a boomer? I don't have the body of a boomer, but I'm realizing that a lot of the the techniques, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So okay. sometimes, sometimes I'm I'm thinking actually, you know, calling people. You can find way more information calling people than 
on the internet. Sometimes the internet, can, you can't find everything. So sometimes a nice good old phone call will get you a long way. The conversation gets you a long way. Boomer. Boomer. Win. That should be the, the slogan. Boomers for the podcast. Win. Yeah. Boomers. Boomers for Bernie. So here we are back with Aaron. Hello. That was a nice little combo with Freddie, huh? That was. Yeah, I was always good to check in on on an old homie. Oh yeah. So it's to my understanding that you've been really obsessed with <laughs> the music from the theatrical production Hamilton. I have. It's uh pretty basic of me. I know that the entire country is uh enjoying that music like a year ago well like five years ago now i think it came out in 2015 damn okay i might be off about that but i i just got into it a few months ago and uh i understand what i was missing out on so uh what got you into it What, what was that spark i I think I was driving home from work and I was just getting tired of listening to radio music Mm -hmm. and um, I started listening to the news and started listening to podcasts and then I, I started listening to a few different musicals and when I uh, jumped into Hamilton one night I was uh, delightfully surprised and um, just went down the Wikipedia rabbit hole of history. Oh, yeah. Reading all about him and his life, relatives, uh, Aaron Burr, George Washington, all the the things they talk about in the show. And, uh, yeah, I I would encourage anybody to, to listen to it through just once. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I'm totally uh, – it's weird because all my family has seen the play – Everyone I know has been in really in, into it, and I feel like I just have been waiting for someone to really say, "Anthony, listen to this right now." I <laughs> or else, Anthony, stop. listen to this right now. Okay. How how far is your commute? Uh, it's mornings. It's about half an hour. Evenings, about fifty, forty-five, fifty minutes. So check it out okay you could you could kill it in a day actually let me check i want to see how long it is have you uh have you seen do you plan on seeing uh the actual one day um i I would love to but no i have not and i think there are only three members from the original cast still Uh, in it so i think i kind of think i missed my original go around. Maybe when I'm older, if uh, they have a reunion or something, mm. I'll check that out. I'm sure the tickets would be more than my rent, but maybe one day. Yeah, 2015. Wow. Um, Dang. 46 songs, two hours and 22 minutes. So. The whole, okay. What's your favorite? What's your top three tracks off that? Um, and don't say, oh, they're all so good. Oh, man, it's a whole album. You got to listen to the whole album. 
Well, you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, no, there are a few that will just get stuck in my head. Um, it's more so different parts of the musical. Um, I love, there's a little stretch that goes from Guns and Ships to History Has Its Eyes on You to Yorktown that just describes kind of the end of the revolution. And hmm. man, the, the lyrics are so brilliant and fast paced and you know you're you're washing it through the eyes of this is just off the top of the head that they're talking about all this stuff and if if that were the case you know they would be the greatest freestyle rappers of all time right. of course it's not the case of course they mm-hmm. spent hours and days Countless. and weeks yeah. writing all of this um but yeah, that's that's one stretch, and then the end of the musical, um, from your obedient servant to who lives, who dies, who tells your story. Also, very interesting. Uh, talks about the kind of the climax of the disagreement between Hamilton and Burr, and the duel, and uh, very captivating Mm. nice yeah so speaking of revolution though i feel like we are sort of going through another political revolution i would love that nowadays we'll see are you still a, a, a big bernie guy i've come back into it um i really i didn't think he had a shot in this election i was really rooting for warren Hmm. But man, he pulled to the front. He's killing it. I would like nothing more but to see him get the nomination and, you know, maybe get the presidency. Man, we'll see. We'll see. Who yeah. knows? It could go both ways, though. It could be that he gets the nomination and that is what takes the presidency away from Trump, or that he gets the nomination and, you know, he's just too. Uh, not a, not radical enough. <laughs> Maybe too too radical, too polarizing, too polarizing. And, okay, and people will, you know, either not make it out to vote or vote for the Donald. Huh. We'll see. We'll see. We um, shall see. We shall see. And yeah. it's it's weird being, I don't know if weird's the right word, but it's interesting being out here where everybody around you is thinking the same thing. Right. And you know, I'm not talking to not intentionally but not often talking to people that <laughs> not intentionally, not but into, also not unintentionally well no i uh, i like talking to people that have different views of me mm-hmm. i enjoy it it can yeah. be frustrating but i'd rather i'd rather talk to people that have something different to bring to the table than mm-hmm. talking to people that are thinking a lot like me yeah get some new viewpoints yeah understand where they're coming from yeah actually i've been to oklahoma man it's it's different in in middle america we talked about it on the last podcast it, it sure is different been to oklahoma actually in may looks like i'm going to alabama so that'll be a change too so well, it, it'll be interesting to it is interesting already to 
to see how, how people think on a different level. I know here we are in California. Even uh, even a metropolitan, a huge, very city, mm-hmm. big city in California. I know. Actually, I was in in Joshua Tree this weekend, and even just driving through the desert, mm-hmm. you like, mm, I can. I think there's some Trumpies in, in, around here. <laughs> yeah, as you get closer to the the border with Nevada, and you get further into the desert and further into agricultural places, you start seeing more and more Trump signs. Mm-hmm. Even going uh, a few years ago, went up to Big Bear. Yep. And just that drive alone was eye-opening. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of Trump pen signs. Mm-hmm. Good for them. <laughs> well, Aaron. Do you have anything else to say <laughs> for yourself? Let's talk about your travel. I know you just got back from Hawaii, and you're going to Australia and uh, Europe. Have you ever been to Europe before? Yes, I have. What part or parts? I have been to. Let's see. It was, it was my. So it was a little two-week trip. It was Berlin, Amsterdam, Paris, London. Wow. Just in, in a couple. It was me and and my homie Ryan. We uh. His brother was living in London at the time, and and we sort of backpacked around, and it was really cool. Um, I my favorite was either probably London because that's where we had we got to st- we didn't have to pay for any <laughs> uh, accommodations. We were just stayed in in their apartment, which was nice, and um, I really liked London. That was really fun. Um, I definitely want to go back to London. Oh, I am. Thank I on a cruise ship though, but. Um, Amsterdam was really cool too. I, I'd say we started off in Berlin and we only stayed a couple days there. I, I'd say uh, it was it was all right. It was it, <laughs> it, it, it was probably out of the four. It it didn't wow me like any others, all the other. But I was actually talking to a guy who grew up not in Berlin but in Munich, and he mm-hmm. he said, "Oh, you got to go to Munich. Like there's too much junk in Berlin. You head to Munich and there's and you'll actually have a good time." So. I want. I definitely want to go back uh, because I feel like it's it's uh, un not not visited enough. So yeah, we'll I see. think uh, I think Munich is where the Beatles played when they were in Germany. Uh, or is it Frankfurt? Yeah, that sounds more like it. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> I, uh, I don't remember either. I was Frankfurt. Uh, I know that both Frankfurter is like where hot dogs came from. So I'm just thinking of hot dogs. <laughs> That's an interesting uh, way for your mind to go. Yeah, when I'm thinking know. about the Beatles, <laughs> it's just hot dogs. I'm sure that's how a lot of people were thinking about them in yeah. the day. Maybe. If you, yeah. What's your favorite Beatles song or album? Let's go album because song is hard. Uh, I think song would be easier for me than okay. album. Okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah, I for a long period was absolutely obsessed with them. Um, their later stuff definitely I mean the White Album and Abbey Road and uh, Sgt. Pepper's favorite song I always come back to Day in the Life or Dear uh, Prudence mm. one of the two how about you? ooh okay yeah I okay favorite album I, I like their earlier stuff I like 
for all the Beatles heads out there. I'm I'm uh I like Revolver and I like That like, was I think their their turning point. Yeah, I like Rubber Revolver. Soul. Rubber Soul Revolver that era, but I also like their later stuff. I mean favorite song I don't want to say be basic and say hey Jude Uh-oh. but like but like <laughs> oh you went okay okay hold on hold on I just have a I have a very clear very distinct memory of of being at my grandparents house and there's this little video of this little Korean boy in a diaper is it you? <laughs> it wasn't me but it, I, I saw some uh I, I identified with it, I'd say. It was a little YouTube video of this of this little Korean boy in a diaper with a little guitar, not even playing the right chords. But he's just trying to make his best effort at singing Hey Jude. And uh, it, was, it was like early YouTube, too. Like It was like a, one of those early viral video thing. And, and I think ever since then, it has a special place in my heart. You know what it's about. It's about John Lennon, right? It's about his son, Julian. Okay. Um, I think it was originally Hey Jules. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I read something that, that uh, John Lennon, the narcissist he is, he's like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really about me. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, Yoko. <laughs> yeah. And it was Paul McCartney saying, yeah. you found her. Go out and love her. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. But I think it was really about Julian having a bad father. <laughs> Yeah. But yep. I think originally that song was supposed to be about three minutes long and then Paul got really into it and you know went with the whole and I think it, it's like seven something now mm, yeah. and uh, great story the, the band the orchestra that was playing with them was encouraged at the end of the song to clap along and sing Hey Jude and you know yeah. these are world class musicians the best in the world and I think it was a violinist stood up and said you know I'm a world class musician I can be anywhere I want right now I'm not gonna be part of Paul McCartney's fucking backup band Jeez. and walked out okay well that's gutsy <laughs> to, to the Beatles at that point whatever you know you gotta know. do what you gotta do that's true Wrapping up here, I know, tying it all together, I know, at least to me, you're one of the best singers I know. Thank you. And I really appreciate that. And I just want to know how, how'd you get, how'd you get such a nice voice? Man, uh, when I was very young, I was held by my ankle and dipped into a river known as uh, the River Styx. Ah, I see. And so my ankle doesn't have a good voice. But the rest of me has a, I, I, in my own, you know, narcissistic, egotistical world. John Lennon way? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I think, you know, he didn't like his voice. Huh. Um, he invented double tracking for that very reason. He invented double tracking? He, well, I'm sure people were doing it before him, but he really brought it into the mainstream. And he revolutionized one it. one of the engineers that worked with them invented the... Well, not software at that point, but the hardware to do it automatically and just record the voice once and double it over a few milliseconds behind. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of double tracking. Listen to any of my songs that are mostly or tape from songs. You'll, you'll, you'll find some double tracking. Me too. Me yeah, too. no, it's nice. It's I don't like the, I tend not to like the way that it sounds. 
just a solo track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Aaron, I like the sound of your single track voice right now <laughs> because it was a, been a great episode. How how long was that? I feel like it was like fifteen minutes. Forty five. What? Yeah, it's, we we do it around a little. Wow. A little like that. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say thank you. Anything else you want to say to the fans? Um, keep it crispy. Cool. Do and you listen to uh, Pete Holmes at all? His mm-hmm. podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, he has his guests say that. Well, we say end. we say keep it wormy. So, <laughs> so he stole it from us. He stole you. it from you. Uh, um, keep it wormy. How does a bastard? Orphan, son of a whore and a Scotsman Dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean By providence impoverished and squalor Grow up to be a hero and a scholar The ten dollar founding father without a father Got a lot farther by working a lot harder By being a lot smarter By being a self-starter by 14 They placed him in charge of a trading charter And every day while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away Across the waves he struggled and kept his guard up Inside he was longing for something to be a part of The brother was ready to beg, steal, borrow, or barter Then a hurricane came and devastation reigned A man saw his future drip, dripping down the drain Put a pencil to his temple, connected it to his brain And he wrote his first refrain, a testament to his pain the word got around and said this kid is insane man took up a collection just to send him to the mainland get your education don't forget from whence you came and the world's gonna know your name what's your name man alexander hamilton my name is alexander hamilton and there's a million things i haven't done but just you wait just you Ten, his father split full of it, debt ridden Two years later, see Alex and his mother bedridden Half dead, sitting in their own sick, the scent thick And Alex got better, but his mother went quick Moved in with a cousin, the cousin committed suicide Left him with nothing but ruined bride Something new inside a voice saying Alex, you gotta fend for yourself He started retreating and reading every treatise on the shelf for someone less astute He would have been dead and destitute Without a cent or restitution Started working Working for his late mother's landlord Trading sugar cane and rum And all the things he can't afford Scamming for every book he can get his hands on Planning for the future See him now as he stands On the bow of a ship Headed for a new land In New York you can be a new man In New York you can Just be a new
fight with him. Me, I died for him. Me, I trusted him. Me, I loved him. And me, I'm the damn fool that shot him. There's a million things I haven't done. Just in a way. What's your name, man? Alexander Hamilton. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tapeworms Podcast. And remember, keep, keep it wormy! wormy.